the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Insightful. Informative. Irreverent. We're ready. 1220 KDOW presents Rob Black and Your Money. Your source for breaking news, market updates, and successful investment strategies for the 21st century. Sounds like a great program. Getting you to retirement in today's market. So let's get on with the show. Taxes, family finance, insurance, the economy, technology, media, and entertainment. Rob is talking about it with you at 800-516-1220. So call in. We'll chat and uh, have some fun. Now to start your day with the latest news and market commentary. Here's Rob Black on the Bay Area's business leader, 1220 KDOW. You know, I own shares of Apple. I talk about all the headlines, and every now and then I mix in portfolio discussions. You should own some tech. You should own some financials. You should own some retail. You should own some products that we need to have, staples in our life, consumer staples. You should take a look at what's working in discretionary with consumers and maybe consider it. Do I think Visa or Home Depot are going to go out of business in the next 30 years? There's always going to be disruptive technologies. But we're also always going to need paint. And for now, the transactions in stores are tied towards Visa, MasterCard, American Express. And there's... Tinier players underneath, the people like Square, who are, are disrupting, that companies like Visa tend to invest in just to make sure they see the technology, but also to potentially acquire the technology. Now, I started with Apple, knowing that I own shares of Apple. Apple shares are str- going to struggle over the next 12 months, one analyst from Instanet said, because of weak iPhone 10 demand. I think we all feel that there has been some data that suggests that, but yet we saw that going in there for last quarter, and they blew it out. Now, keep in mind, they're also buying back shares and increasing their dividend. Now, he only sees 6% downside. In a stock market that could pull back 10, 20, 30, 40% at times, is 6% downside bad. So sometimes you're, you maybe hold on to it to protect your downside. Not it. It could be on anything. Your, any of your investments, you say, I'm going to make this decision knowing that you know that company, XYZ, is going to be in business the day I die. This company has a lower valuation. This company is growing something, but it's weakening elsewhere. It's really important that you get honest with yourself. Apple's service business model will continue to grow at a solid pace, and there's good margins there. Service revenues have consistently grown above 20% on an annualized basis. Apple's made several sustainable improvements to the service's growth trajectory. So who's right, who's wrong? But that's one analyst out there talking about it. 
I want to talk a little bit about mortgage rates creeping up. Therefore, I want to bring in Tony Mendez with BayAreaLoanSource.com. Mortgage rates creeping up. You're seeing a lot of people refi now. They're taking money out of their homes. That's a problem when rates moving higher equals refi versus rates moving lower equals refi. Bring Tony Mendez, BayAreaLoanSource.com. Joining me now, Tony Mendez, BayAreaLoanSource.com. Good morning. California may be the most desirable place to live in the United States, but employers can't recruit high performers thanks to insane housing prices. I used to have a big home that actually did in Virginia have a place where the slaves used to cook meals. It was a 200-year-old home property. Uh, well over 200 years old, and um, you can't get that in California, or it's going to cost you $4 million. Um, the effects of California housing crisis is starting to hit the ability for cities like L.A. and San Francisco to recruit people because, yeah, you could be a high performer, but a high performer living in a small house, some people have ego problems. Um so the exorbitant housing costs in Los Angeles, the second most populous city in the United States, are inhibiting employers from attracting high performers or top talent. Uh, I know this is kind of an interesting conversation, I think, Tony, Tony Mendez, Bay com. I know a lot of people who, how do I say this? In any other state, they would be living in a mansion comparatively. And I know a lot of people who are high performers who are renting because they can't afford to buy. They can't afford the down payment. But their rent is covering someone else's mortgage payment. Just breaks my heart. It's a it's a problem with California. Yeah, it's tough. We kind of mentioned about Sacramento and what you can buy for half the price, or maybe even a third of the price, which you can hear. And um, I think a lot of people get shocked that they can get a yard and a two car garage and a four and four bedroom two bath um, and stay under five hundred thousand uh, dollars. And you're going to see that across the United States. Um, a lot of the places. Uh, in the United States, what they call two, second tier cities are doing very well because of the, the, you know this one inherent problem, uh, and that is um, the starting salary for somebody in the Bay Area. I think averages right around one hundred and ten thousand. Doesn't buy you a house here. Right, uh, it buys you a house very very far away or a very small place. And not only that, you're spending fifty percent of your your income on rents. Uh, so it's an intimidating place to move to. Number yeah. one, f- when housing is on your mind, um, and I know uh, I know five professionals that live together, and yeah. one of them is an executive at a hospital. One of them is an attorney. One of them is a financial planner. One of them is a map maker, and you throw all this together, and like it's five people sharing a five bedroom house. It's eclectic, boogie woogie woogie woogie. Um. Do you know that? Do you know that reference? I do. Okay, it's electric. It's some sort of line dance, right? It's the electric slide. Yeah. So probably the worst song ever, but I said it's eclectic, which is it's cute. Um, can, why did we do the electric slide at that point in time? Shouldn't we said that we're Rome and we're basically falling? I think it worked great. It got people off off their you know what's okay. and out on the dance floor, and you had you had a chance to mingle um, and engage. 60% of employers say Los Angeles' high cost of living impacts employer retention. 75% name housing costs as a specific concern. 71% of employers view housing costs as a barrier. It's electric. Boogie, 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 boogie. Ah, uh, the millennials are you know turning what's funny? the station. 
Whoever produced this song is probably sitting in a 25-bedroom mansion in Southern California, having parties at night with 100-plus millennials coming. All the champagne you can drink. Champagne fountains, right? And it's one of the worst songs of all time. So, I think that's going to be an interesting concept because a lot of people, you know, we, we, you know, uh, corporate America at one point in time had call centers in Oklahoma because Oklahoma was cheaper to hire people than, say, New York or L.A. Then those call centers went all the way to India. Same thing. I think jobs, when we do this story about California having a tough time uh, to hire people, you know, Los Angeles-based SpaceX, Los Angeles-based SpaceX, which is owned by Elon Musk opened an engineering office in Seattle the same year in an effort to hire top talent who just refused to live in L.A. Um, yeah, the, the hub markets are no longer the L.A.'s, the San Francisco's, and and uh, New York's. Uh, Colorado Springs hit the top of the list just recently. For what? Uh, for, um, it, there's an index that, that's all calculated based on the home price and jobs uh, and and um and salaries, and it it tells you where people are flocking to. In fact, I think it was like sixty seven percent of of people moving to the city are millennials, and they're and they're first time home buyers. So there's we're seeing this trend, obviously, and and we are seeing businesses that are are enga- are, are embracing this, Rob, and we're going to see it more and more. Places like Reno and and U- um, Salt Lake City, uh, Boise, Portland, all of these places have already. In- uh, embraced it. In 2007, China's commercial property outflow was less than $1 billion. Now it's over $20 billion. You're listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW. financial sense of your portfolio. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. You know that I'm a big fan of Beyonce, Queen Bay. I know that's a sentence you never thought would come out of my mouth. Start a segment. Beyonce's got something in common with me. Is it that I like big butts and cannot lie? Or is it something ever so slightly different? I like big mortgages and I cannot lie. 
All the single ladies. All the single ladies. Entertainers Beyonce and Jay-Z um, are still a small but growing number of ultra-luxury home buyers who are borrowing tens of millions of dollars for the home purchase. You hear about celebrities buying in cash? Not so much for Beyonce. <coughs> I know. <coughs> the stock gods just cursed me for talking about Beyonce and investing. I now have the whooping cough. So the ultra-wealthy paying cash for super-pricey homes is something you probably see in movies. But there's something called a super jumbo loan, and over the last couple of years of rising real estate prices across the country in historically low interest rate environments, it's kind of encouraged wealthy buyers to borrow against their real estate to free up cash to invest elsewhere. Beyonce, Queen Bay, and Jay Z financed their $88 million purchase of a sprawling contemporary mansion in Bel Air last year for with a $52 million mortgage from Goldman Sachs. You think you've got a big mortgage? You think you have big property taxes? Holy mackerel. Can you imagine property taxes on a $52 million estate? Ooh. Roughly 1%, right? Um, I bring this up not in large part so that I can play all the single ladies, all the single ladies. I bring it up in large part to say a mortgage is a tool. And you should look at life like that. I look at finances as, you know, uh, I look at all stories as tied towards money on some way, shape, or form. Beyonce and Jay-Z financed their $88 million purchase of this Bel Air mansion last year with a $52 million mortgage from Goldman Sachs. Um, Yeah, right? Is she right? Um, Elsewhere, big news. U.S. and Canada secured a deal to replace NAFTA. That's interesting of note. Take off, you hosers. Markets rose on that. 250 plus points out of the gate. Um, That lifts the markets. And it makes you wonder, a couple months ago, were you being silly for thinking that NAFTA was going to fall apart? Or were you being insane for knowing that they would eventually get back together? Mark is happy because it removes an uncertainty. Demon known versus demon unknown. Looks like the trade deal will benefit both countries. But I wouldn't call it a great win for the Trump administration. Is this going to be a stepping stone for the U.S. and its trade negotiations with China? Canada and the United States secured a trade deal to replace the current NAFTA. The new accord is expected to be called the United States-Mexico-Canada Agreement. USMCA for short. Oh, God, right? Um, automakers did pretty well on this news, as did Boeing and Caterpillar, stocks that are sensitive to trade news. Um, so that's out there. And again, it's not, I don't think it's the biggest story of the year. I think we kind of thought it was coming. Um, some of the details of the deal do address some of the deficiencies of NAFTA. And it's kind of a 21st century NAFTA, if that makes sense. So uh, negotiators were racing to hit that September 30th date. And look at your calendars, ladies and gentlemen. October 1, spooky month of October. 
historically a very good period for the markets. I know you're saying, oh, really? Yeah. This is Halloween. This is Halloween. That has the smell of a Tim Burton movie, doesn't it? Just the sound of it. Tesla is in the news. Um, you can't make this stuff up. On Friday, Tesla had a bad day. And then the reveal of Elon Musk was not going to settle with the SEC. And he was going to fight them. Now with the potential of losing his company. Uh, but they want him to give up being chairman, add two directors, and pay a $20 million fine. He said no. And then on Saturday, he said yes. So Tesla shares are big winners today. Tesla produced a record number of vehicles in the third quarter. Um, Tesla made about 80,000 cars in the last three months, which would be nearly as much as it produced in the previous two quarters. CEO Elon Musk has uh, repeatedly said he expects the company to be profitable in the third quarter. Tesla has had only two profitable quarters since it went public. So the shares of Tesla are rocking. Um, Rumor was he was going down. He settles. He's not going down for now. But there are some, you know, questions. Like who's going to be the chairman? And the obvious one is Al Gore. He's tied towards a cleaner planet. He's tied towards renewable energy. So that's out there, right? I know you're saying, this is a good news day. All things considered, it is kind of a good news day. And then you get to Facebook, and their latest security blunder is mind-blowingly serious, and it would not be unjust for the company to have many billions wiped off of its value. 50 million people. Losing personal information of up to 50 million people is bad enough. But also risking people's accounts with sites like Tender, Airbnb, and Spotify is considered an outrageous error. Facebook decided a while ago that having all your social media information wasn't enough. It wanted to know what you were up to on other sites as well. And they're continuing to show us that they can't really be trusted with our information. Um, Less is more on Facebook, in my opinion. Uh, Lately, these days... You're seeing Mark Zuckerberg wear an upside-down frown. What do I think about the company? I think in a year from now, it'll be higher. I think it could have a bumpy year before then. But I don't predict that. I'm just saying that could happen. 800-516-1220 to get your calls in the air. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing in more. Always appreciate your efforts. And again, for all the single girls, all the single girls, Beyonce has a big mortgage. Right? Right? We'll take a break here. We'll be back. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. You're listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW. On the iHeartRadio app. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, 
Back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Took time off from my kingdom. Took a break from the wall. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. You know, one of the negatives could be about the holiday season is retailers are touting big hiring plans. Big hiring plans. Whoa. But getting those workers are hard to find. There's more and more reports coming out of the Department of Labor that people don't want to work at Macy's or McDonald's. I'm not going to call them the two M's or anything like that, but it's a problem. Roughly 23% of retailers weren't able to hire all the temporary workers they wanted for the key 2017 holiday season last year. About two-thirds of retailers are hoping to hire at least as many seasonal workers this year. And yet 23% of retailers weren't able to hire all the temporary workers they wanted. Unemployment's at 3.9%, so people are able to be picky. And retailers have had a kind of nice year after last year, a lot many of them getting quote-unquote amazon So uh, retailers are asking their existing employees if they can work more because they've already trained them. This year, more than ever, we're seeing employers getting workers to work more hours. So when you go to the store, expect um, the clerks at Target and Kohl's uh, to be grumpy because they're working more. Target said it plans to hire 120,000 workers this season, up 20% from a year ago. Macy's planning to hire 80,000. So we keep hearing this, but they're having problems getting people actually to take those jobs. GE's in the news today. Interesting. Their stock's been hitting lows on a pretty regular basis. General Electric abruptly removed John Flannery as chairman and CEO and installed former Donaher CEO Lawrence Culp as his successor. Uh, very slow pace of change under Flannery. And the stock continued to hit new 52-week lows, new 52-week lows. And finally, the board says, we don't, we're not going to take it. Um, we need more action. GE is also going to take a $23 billion non-cash charge for its struggling power business. But sometimes success failure starts at the top, and the board, at the very tippy-tippy top, decided now it's time to bring down the CEO, who didn't, he inherited the problems to say the least. But GE's an industrial conglomerate. Um, so this will be interesting to watch to see is this going to be enough. But today it's enough. The stock's up 13%. And sometimes that's kind of what people are looking for, right? Love me today and we'll figure it out tomorrow. Goose or Maverick? Movie that they don't need to remake. Oftentimes I'll say songs that they never needed to make. A movie they didn't need to remake, Top Gun. Top Gun 2 coming to theaters next July, next summer. So that's out there. Uh, Elon Musk's SEC deal is a big win for Tesla. For the car owners, if you've thrown tens of thousands of dollars into a Tesla, it should be a breathing, a big sigh of relief right now. Um, for Elon Musk, it's probably some damage to his uh, personal image. 
it's a hairline crack, but it doesn't have to be the undoing. For stockholders, it's obviously a big winner. For Tesla, it's a, a win, as the company will get some much-needed stability by adding two independent directors within the next 90 days. For rival automakers, it's kind of a guide to say, here's what you shouldn't do. It's always better to be second or third to the market because you don't have to put up nearly as much in human and financial capital to invent the market that the first guy does. So there's are some of the stories out there today. Let's bring on CFP Chad Burt and talk a little financial planning with me, Rob Black. Joining me now, CFP Chad Burton. You can find him online at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. And on this very same radio station's noon, Monday through Friday. Now, you do something called the 10 Pillars of Retirement Income Planning. It's a resource that people can go get at your website, newfocusfinancial.com. We also do webinars and seminars based off this. Let's talk about some of those pillars. Number one, really know your expenses. Why is this one important? Well, I think this is where a lot of people don't have the chance to go through and see what their retirement's really going to cost because it's a situation where you're working constantly. You have a certain amount of income. A certain amount of income gets socked away in your 401k and Roths and other investments. And the way that a lot of people run their households is they, they pay for everything and they know they have either a certain amount left or they're zero left at the end of the month. And most families, Rob, don't actually track their expenses. They just don't because they're working. They've got a career ahead of them. They've got many working years. They've got kids to put through college, and it's it's actually kind of kind of time consuming to do it. But when you go into retirement, you go from feeding these accounts and watching these accounts grow and having this other source of income to this is it. You've got some Social Security likely, but all of your investments now have to support you for as long as you're going to live, which is could be till age 100, could be longer. And so you have to go through a process of budgeting, tracking your expenses, and then knowing what you're going to pay for in retirement. Things like healthcare costs, how that works. Things like gifts to the grandkids. Or what are you going to do? I mean, most people spend more money, Rob, the first five years of retirement, right? I mean, what are you going to do the first five years of retirement that you aren't, that you aren't, aren't doing now? I haven't thought about it. And that's how bad I am about this game that we're playing here is that... You know, when you have kids, you can't keep, realistically, can't know your expenses because it's all random. You know, it can be. And it changes too. You go from the diaper phase to yeah. the, the 14 sports a year phase, right? And it's, um, it's crazy. But when but they do- you got to think ahead and say, okay, what are you going to do in retirement? Because if you're, if you have no hobbies now, you're going to have to keep, pick up something in retirement. What I'm, are those going to cost you? I'm probably thinking about just dying, <laughs> just laying down on a park bench and dying. You want to be really good at being homeless. <laughs> Rob's oh. the best homeless guy ever. <laughs> I saw a story that there was a storm up in Oregon. You have to explain Oregon to me real quick. And a tree branch fell and and killed a sleeping homeless person. You have homeless people sleeping in forests? <laughs> Does that make any sense at all? Those are called campers. <laughs> okay, so I don't know my expenses in retirement. Um, how forgetful, how forgiveful will you be as my financial planner? Will you say, okay, Rob, you've got $4,000 you could spend this year on miscellaneous or do you see what I'm saying? 
Yeah, I mean, especially when it comes to retirement planning, it's it's a counseling situation because it is a major lifestyle change for people. It's tougher than becoming empty nesters. It's tougher than divorce. It's it's a real big change to go from feeding your investment accounts to that's your resource. And you got to know and think about what you're going to do. And some people spend a lot of money on things like charitable donations or donating their time, things like Doctors Without Borders. Um, some people need more insurance than others. Like if you have a pension plan that goes away when you pass away for your spouse, you may need more insurance to cover that. You may need long-term care insurance. You may not. You have to go through these different things and, and realize how expensive health care insurance is. Medicare Part B, Supplemental Part D, uh, paying for your dental bills on your own. All those things will affect the quality of life, maybe not the first 10 years of retirement, but if you spend all your money and you're 75 and, and broke and eating beanie weenies, as you say, you're going to be miserable. Uh, money is a, is a tool, and you've got to know what you want to use that tool for, what's going to make you happy in retirement, what's going to get you out of bed every day, um, and uh, you know, keep you busy. So we've got it this hammered pretty good of really know your expenses. I grasp the importance of it. Do you give people a budgeting software so that they can track it a little bit better? Or do you keep track of their budgets as a financial planner? I don't know how this whole thing works. Yeah. I mean, we have a wealth management site that our clients get that tracks everything from every single investment account that they have, even if we're not managing it, to being able to track their expenses and create budgets. It's a a really, really, really good tool. And then what we do on the planning side is that we say, okay, here's what you told us you were going to spend. You track it, and part of our meetings to review their financial plan is to say, how did your investments do versus what we projected in the financial plan? How did your expenses do versus what we projected? Is everything on track? Okay, fine. You can still spend the same amount, or yes, we can increase the withdrawals for inflation, and that's the other expense in retirement that people forget about. So there's things like healthcare costs, there's inflation, and then there's also taxes. Even some of the greatest engineers that run spreadsheets for days sometimes forget about the correct tax calculation and withdrawing from IRAs, 401ks, 85% of your social security is typically taxable. All those different things that have to be budgeted into the proper projections. Okay. Thanks very much. People can get a copy of the 10 pillars by going to your website, newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com and or attend a webinar or seminar that basically is entitled the 10 pillars of economic. What is it called? The 10 pillars of income, 10 pillars of retirement income planning. Got it. Just, just, go to the re- just go to the resource page at newfocusfinancial.com or chadburton.com. It's a little easier to remember. Yeah, just even the title of, the, of some of these things, just it's intimidating. Retirement's intimidating. Anyway, with that said, CFP Chad Burton, you can find him at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. And I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Can the U.S. reach a trade deal to replace NAFTA? Woohoo! Elon Musk cuts a deal with the SEC. Big win for Tesla buyers. Facebook looks lost in their efforts to contain data breaches. I'm Rob Black. Those are the big stories of the day. Find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show.
robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 mortgage off earlier or not. I've always loved mortgages when they're low cost of money. Their interest rates, their mortgage interest is tax deductible to a certain point in most of America. Um, I've always loved mortgages as tools. Um, You can pay yourself a little bit, but a lot of people have problems with mortgages or not with mortgages with owning a house because you have property taxes and you've got upkeep and you have more insurance. So you know, California is so obvious when you look at a uh, a renter versus an owner. And no one feels pity for the renter. No owners feel pity for the renter who doesn't have to pay property tax. And no renter feels pity for the owner who... Has to have a mortgage of $700,000 or something like that. Right. Yeah. My payment's $4,000 a month. Yeah. And you don't have a payment. You can fly to, like a butterfly, to Asia for a vacation. Um, so anyway, there's a lot going on there in my opinion, but, um, you know, well, paying off your mortgage early is one of the big issues and your parents wanted to pay off their mortgage early because they lived in a different time than we do. They did. We uh, live in a low cost mortgage area. Yeah, I was actually surprised to find out that my parents, um, after owning the house for over 30 years, still had a couple hundred thousand dollars in a mortgage. And then my dad but he had a plenty of equity, yeah. and you know he bought the house for eighty nine thousand, ended up with two hundred thousand. Hmm, how did that work out? He built a garage, built a pool, built some, you know, did some landscaping, bought a car, and and he used that equity wisely, and he managed the debt. It wasn't a lot. You know, anytime someone says the word landscaping, I start thinking manscaping, <laughs> like what I should be doing this weekend. Uh, oh, it's my, it's a job. My, my. It's a, and it and it, it comes fast. Yeah. And maintenance comes fast. The next thing you know, that you're like, oh my gosh, I got a weed. I got to I got to stay in the fence. I have to, my grass is dying. Uh, those bushes look awful. I'm going to replace them. And next thing you know, you spend a couple thousand dollars, and that's sweat equity. You're still spending money. Every time Tony talks about his grass is dying, I think about manscaping this weekend. <laughs> oh my my my! I've seen you cut grass before. What is the matter with you? It's Tony Mendez, BarryLoanSource.com. <laughs> it's BarryLoanSource.com. So if your mortgage, so your parents should have paid off their mortgage because they were paying 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14% mm-hmm. through the years. And then mortgages went sub 5% yep. and sub 4% and so on. It doesn't make a lot of sense to pay off a mortgage in this day and age. Yeah. In fact, my, my dad's 75. He refinanced when he was 72 and he has a sub 4% interest rate and he's going to keep that till he, until he sells the house or dies. Okay. So, you know, it's funny. I don't, th- I don't think if your dad is having a mortgage now. I mm-hmm. think of your dad as retired. I think of him as fishing. I think of him as loving Lots the grandchildren. Yeah. So, and I don't think of mortgage. It's just an odd image that came to my head. Um, so mortgage-related services, you know, some of me want, some of you don't want. Private mortgage insurance. Ugh. Some of the stuff that's out there. And again, you know, mortgage, mortgage accelerators. Some of the stuff that's out there is it seems to play on, like, the fact that we were not terribly well-educated as children in society. With financial products and commissions and fees and things that go with them. Yes, yeah, so, uh, you you want to get out of mortgage insurance, and it's it's you're paying somebody else to insure uh, that that lender's equity in that property in case they have to sell the property if, if you go into foreclosure. Um, I don't like it with the the amount of equity that a lot of people are earning here in, in the Bay Area and across the nation. 
and the amount of products that are out there right now to help you get out of it. Even jumbo loans right now, you can get up to 90% jumbo loans with no mortgage insurance. Uh, with a good credit score, of course. But then you got Fannie Mae and, and Freddie Mac. You can go up to 95%, 97% in some cases. And if you, all you need is 3 or 5% in your equity in your property, and you can get out of some of that mortgage insurance. There's something called lender-paid mortgage insurance. And sometimes it makes sense to buy the heck that rate down. We talk about this all the time, and it pays you back. Um, if There's actually some people that we've talked to who's who who've actually achieved that 78 percent or 22 percent equity goal where the mortgage insurance is supposed to drop off automatically. And it hasn't. Um, And there's a couple of reasons why. But a lot of people aren't even checking it. They're like, wow, why didn't my mortgage insurance fall off? Um, I don't like mortgage accelerators, uh, especially ones that you pay for. I don't like mortgage accelerators because typically there's an Australian accent (laughs) sign to it. Hey, bloke, did you pay too much in mortgage this last year? I can accelerate your mortgage payment and save you hundreds of thousands of dollars. Uh, which is funny is they actually work. And every every person in, in Australia just rolled over <laughs> for the worst Australian accent ever. Uh, they they actually can work, but they're very costly. And, and these guys are making thirty forty thousand dollars commissions easily on a transaction, which is crazy. Um, if you want to pay off your mortgage early, uh, you can easily make an extra payment every month. I'm sorry, an extra payment every year. Uh, you can make a hundred dollar contribution every month if you wanted. Uh, I don't recommend it until you talk to your CPA, but it's something that people do all the time. And you can say the, the, every mortgage I've ever had has always been an automatic withdrawal from my bank. The worst payment you can make late is a mortgage payment. Um, and unfortunately, a lot of people who do their mortgages on their do their their extra payments on their own actually don't know how to do it correctly and they end up with a late payment. I, there are people listening right now who have done it. It's because they're not writing two checks instead of one and they apply the principal towards the the wrong payment. Right? They, you know, this is, it's crazy. You can get a lot of trouble by doing it wrong. I'm Rob Black. That's Tony Mendez. You can find him at BayAreaLoanSource.com. That's BayAreaLoanSource.com. Take a break here. We'll talk soon. You can always find me at Rob Black Show. Rob Black Show. You can subscribe to iTunes. If you Google me on YouTube or YouTube me on, search me on YouTube, you'll find that I do some videos there from TV. You can find me on Facebook at Cron4 Rob Black, but you can find Tony at BayAreaLoanSource.com and you can find me at RobBlackShow.com. opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of the Wall Street Business Network, this station, its management, owners, or advertisers, and should not be construed as legal, tax, or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.